to the seventh episode of the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. Didn't think we'd make it. Well, ha, here we are. Today I am with two other board members from the Jupiter Farms Residence Board of Directors. Introduce yourself, ladies. I'm Jillian. I'm Kristen. And I'm good old Matt. We also have got David over by the board. Say hi, David. Hello. That's a nice board. So here we are. And um, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about... If nobody cared. If nobody cared. So if you go to the Jupiter Farms Residence residence website if you go to the jupiter farms residence wascally website if you go to jupiterfarmsresidence.com you can find a a little um slider picture it's a picture that says if nobody cared and it has uh some information about all of the different projects that over the last couple of decades have been proposed out here and were actively fought against or mitigated and if you slide that picture from right to left, you'll see how much different the density would look out here, how much we would, we would look like another PGA or North Lake Boulevard. And we're going to talk about some of these projects and what we've done to either fight them or mitigate some of the damage. So uh, which, which ones were you thinking of starting with ladies? Surf Ranch. Okay. So Surf Ranch. Um, so WSL wanted to put in a uh, 13 acre, four foot deep surf pool with a mechanism that could create a wave. And they wanted the to do this, wave. the perfect wave, or at least what they called the perfect wave trademark. Repeatable wave. Repeatable, perfect wave. Any other modifiers you guys want to throw on it? Repeatable, perfect. Most is best. Mostest best wave, and um, and they they met with us. You know they were directed by county to meet with us, which is pretty impressive. That Jupiter Farms residence has a little bit of clout with county now that they will come to us uh, before these these things. And this project wasn't even in Jupiter Farms, and we gave them a lot of feedback. And I believe from the very beginning, my words were that I have three concerns: water, water. And water. water. And all three of those waters are different. And all three of those waters were different. But it boiled down to the um, the fact that they are no longer going ahead with this project some, how many years later? Is this two years? Two, three years. A year and a half, I think. A year and a half. Well, yeah. since the beginning. Since the beginning of time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're no longer going ahead with this project because of? Water. Water. Um, it, it. Which one of the three? To us, it. Uh, Which, and just a side note, we didn't cause the demise of them pulling no, out of the project. We never, our, our mission, Jupiter Farms residents' mission was never to get them to not build a wave park. And I think that's what I would like to get through to the residents out here. It's like so many things in the world today are, if you're not for it, you're against it. We weren't either for it, nor were we against it. We had certain concerns our drinking water, our potable water that we have out here because everybody is here on wells. That was a justifiable concern on the residence group's part. We were concerned about pine glades and the lighting and and any other kind of issues. And we wanted to make sure that all of those would be mitigated. At no time from the very beginning did I say, don't do this. We don't want it here. It's, you know, you can't go to county with the NIMBY kind of arguments. It's not in my backyard. Well, you know, nobody wants to be next to it. And we weren't even and, near it. Right. Actually, we weren't. I mean, well, some of our close. residents could, yeah. would have heard it. Definitely. But, you know, we went there with some valid concerns and they were listened to by both county and the applicant. 
And the first concern that we had, of course, was water. How are you going to do this here? We've got a water table that's, you know, 18 inches above, under the surface. Don't worry, we can do it. Well, about $15 million later, the World Surfing League has announced that they are not doing it. Because Why? Because of water, water and table. there's a high water table. And um, I kind of wish that they would have just asked me and given me the $15 million. Because you could have given them a discount. Like I would have, I would yeah. have absolutely told them that they couldn't build it here for like you know twelve million, uh, fourteen dollars. I could have done. I I would have. Yeah, I would have. You did um, tell them. I think it probably <laughs> cost us at least that. Think, tell them not to. Exactly, and you know, so so I think a lot of the residents look at these as these long protracted battles. Well, things are long whenever you're dealing with county because there's so many. Um, it's, you know, especially something like a swimming pool. There's there's a health department, you know, that is always going to have to come into play. There's there's all kinds of emergency services that are always going to come into play. The zoning, you know, so each of these departments have to weigh in, and the process is long. And then when the applicant wants to change one or two things because of further engineering studies or whatever, that kind of has to go not necessarily back to square one, but it's got to be reapproved, and everything kind of works at a snail's pace at that level because so many checks and balances, which, you know, ends up working in our favor sometimes, sometimes not. So yeah, so there was the, the, the surf park fiasco as I'll call it. Yes, it was. And I think there's concern about how the land is being left. I know that they are under some obligation to um, secure the property so that it's not a danger to anybody. They also did do a benefit. That property had been cleared, I believe in the past and was wrought with invasives. Right. There, there are some people online that have been kind of howling. It should be, you know, they should be forced to bring it back to its natural state. Natural state hasn't been seen on that property in decades. That's an industrial property. They're going to they're they're probably end up flipping it and selling it. And the fact that it's cleared now is probably going to be a benefit to whomever buys it. Um, but yeah, the, the, the last vegetation that was on that property were invasives anyway. So, and they'll be back probably if it doesn't get sold too soon. I wish them luck. I know that they've got projects going on in a couple of different places. And, you know, I feel bad for anybody that or any organization that had to spend that much money to find out that it was not a feasible project. And and I feel bad for the guys that were contracted to go work on the project. And then they went, oh, sorry, you don't, you're you're not having this work come in. That kind of stinks for them. Yeah. But I I think the whole idea behind this or, or why it's important is they were very willing to sit down and talk about the problems of the area and the mitigation. They were very, very good about pine glades and not disturbing the birds. They, they really did kind of. And in the end, they thanked us for bringing a lot of attention to certain details that they were not looking at. Because and, they're not from here. And ultimately right. making their project better. A better project. Right. And better for the area. Right. So. And had the project completed we had mitigated the lights and the sound for the sake of pine glades and we also mitigated the water source that they were drawing to fill the pool so that it would not affect our wells in that right. respect and, and that was the, the right. number those, the number 88,000 gallons a day was going to evaporate and they would need to refill that and they were originally planning on pulling it out of basically our drinking water well um, it was going to it was going to be a deeper well and they would have had I mean, it was, but they did. They did agree to bring in right. potable water from elsewhere, right. so it wasn't coming in. So they were they Pot- were all potable, water? Pot- potable, I'm potable. Just, I'm just coffee. Sure. Coffee. <laughs> Got to get a dog. Get yeah. a dog. Get a dog. Uh, so what else? So uh, right now, for those of you who are in tune with what's going on, there is a 19-acre parcel 
19.67 acre mm-hmm. parcel on um, Indian Town Road Rocky by Pines. Rocky Pines. And there is a party that wants to change, or it looks like to get their project done, they want to put a soccer club, basically a private soccer facility for people to train and become better soccer players. For those of you in Europe listening, that would be football. Um, Purchased. It's already been purchased. And he's now finding out that it looks like there's going to need to be a zoning change on that. And we've sat with the applicant and we have told them basically in no uncertain terms, if the rezoning of that property is going to have in any way, shape or form the word commercial in it, which it would need to, which be. it would need to be commercial recreation. We are going to be dead set against it. That could be the Trojan horse that undoes all of Indian town road. And if you think it couldn't come in fast, it could, because if you point to that guy changed the zoning to a commercial use, I need to have the same thing done on mine. Otherwise, it's not fair. And then you're going to watch all of the big properties along Indian Town Road become strip malls or commercial this or commercial that. And we would indeed look like PGA or Indian Town and our dark skies would no longer be dark and, and we would have floodlights all over the place. And just a little thing, whenever this came up on Facebook, somebody saw some surveys being done on the land and asked about it, and everybody has um, an opinion of what they would like. Specifically, mm-hmm. we need a Chick-fil-A, but that's a right. whole, that's we need a, whole a, other Right, we need a 19-acre Chick-fil-A. <laughs> but everybody says, oh, I, you know, I like soccer, so I want it to be soccer. Right. It would not be public right. for your kids. It's a just, private club. Just like we said with Surf Park, we caught a lot of flack in the beginning because everybody was angry that we were not going to Right, permit. They, they thought that during the summer this would be a great place to drop dump, our kids dump, off drop for the kids twenty off bucks. For twenty go bucks, they're going to be they're going to be surfers, and that it, was never. It was their always a private plan. club. Um, so n- now, when the when the soccer property potential soccer property came up, um, people asked for different things on that property, mm-hmm. which are all commercial. Right. So we have nothing against soccer. We have nothing against. Surfing any other thing, it's the commercial property. It's the commercial designation. And the difference, in fairness to Surf Ranch, they did not purchase that property until they were able to get the commercial resident, uh, recreational zoning change. That's correct. They were smart. Where they were smart. And then when they got that, obviously they had other engineering issues that popped up that made the project not be able to be completed. But with the soccer fields, they purchased the property without doing their due diligence. They purchased residential agricultural property. And... Now they don't want it to be what they bought. And did they overpay for it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And can they subdivide it? Nope. nope. And will we fight for them to be able to subdivide it? Nope. nope. And will we fight for any kind of commercial designation? Nope. So I don't know what's going to happen with that, but it's something that we have our eyes on. And uh, county has been keeping us informed throughout the way. But, you know, that's going to probably be what's up next. Yeah, that one's... Uh Interesting. Yeah, I can't Just see them for, laying down for anyone spending at, that kind of money. Well, yeah, I was going to say, anybody out there who sees a nice piece of land on Indian Town Road, don't buy it. Well, um, you can buy you, it. Well, put, no, if you want to put a house on it, go right. buy it. If you want to put some cows on it, go buy it. But right. if you have plans dreams, on putting dreams. a storage facility or or right. anything commercial, right? Um, don't, don't, just don't. Unless it's a nursery. 
Nurseries, fine. Nurseries yeah. are allowed. Agricultural yeah. uses are allowed. Yes. So yeah, strictly agricultural uses. Check your use. uses before you buy right. a piece of land. Exactly. So what's next on the hip parade, kids? What else have we fought off? Well, there's something that we have our eye on down in Palm Beach Country Estates. Um, it's probably too premature to give a lot of the details, but there is a, a individual, a corporation, whatever, that is trying to change a CLF one congregate living facility one, which allows um, type one, type one, which allows six beds. In uh, a these are basically you residential know, facility. Um, I don't know whether you want to call them sober home houses or you know addictive recovery. Treatment, I mean, all of them are center. a little yeah. bit different. It's a treatment center of sorts, and um, he has one currently operating, and he has another property or two that he's purchased. And he wants to make them congregate living facility type twos, which would increase it to 14, 14 beds. beds. Now, this is in a single family residence. Yeah, in a standard single family residence. And the reason we're watching it so closely is because if it can happen in Palm Beach Country Estates with their zoning, here. it can happen here. So we're looking at that very closely and we will be weighing in when necessary. The applicant pulled his applications actually this past week from well, and from going to zoning. This isn't coming out till July 1st. So we're recording this, what's today, the 20th, right. 21st? Yeah, something like that. 21st so, of June. So the applicant pulled their, their permits um, from zoning and um, they're going to be redoing them. So uh, it's, someone this, it's part of the game. Someone doesn't know what all this is about, the CLF1 versus the CLF2. Um, the CLF2 is very much more commercial in nature than the CLF1 is. Right. So again, since we're so anti-commercial property in Jupiter Farms or even in Palm Beach Country Estates, that's where the um, fight is coming from. Not wanting to, again, bring in more commercial type businesses into our neighborhood. And right. the density. Of- there's density issues. There's, there's um, health and safety issues. There's a lot of issues. So we're going to be looking at that as that comes along. Other battles that we've had since um, since we've been on the board. Um, what else? Well, Reynolds Ranch was one that got mitigated. Reynolds Ranch. I we weren't on the board for that one. I uh, was right. We did. We came in right at the end. Oh, did we? Mm-hmm. Okay. We got wow. elected right at the end of that. Right, and um, you know there are people that always say, "Well, you know, it should have been a high school." And you know what? It no, it shouldn't have been a high school because if you think that they were going to build a high school just for Jupiter Farms children. You were sorely mistaken. Jupiter Farms Road would have been nothing but buses, buses, and more buses going. And uh, car line. And, and, <laughs> and, a, and a car pickup line for all, as far as the eye could see, because they would build, of course, a beautiful new school, and then they would have to staff it and put enough kids in it to make it functional. So you would probably be looking at truly scores of of buses in the morning and scores of buses again at night which may have given rise to um county wanting to widen jupiter farms road as well well not only that it would have also brought water into jupiter farms um they could have had reason to widen the road they could have brought in water and they could have brought in sewer and that's something that we as a board have been against as well And, you know, we understand that there are people out there that want city water and people that want sewer. I don't personally understand it because those come with incredibly huge price tags. And if you're not happy with the quality of your water, drill a new well, put in a new water system, and it's still going to be about... You know, an eighty thousand dollars cheaper. Yeah, it's going to be about thirty thousand dollars cheaper than the than the, the the bill will be from the utilities when they come in. But and even with utilities, the water quality is not 
what I think a lot of people exactly. think it is. Yeah, go into town and drink some tap water and tell me that you think it's better and that's really what you so want. So a lot of people still invest in the water softener equipment and RO systems right. anyway. Right, there are still tons of people down in Palm Beach Country Estates who are on their well and they use their well system even though they have access to city water. And they just um, had a, um, they were flushing the system. I think they're at the end of the line. That's one of the reasons. And, uh, yeah. The reason they're at the end of the line is because Jupiter Farms never hooked up. Um, the original which sadly would make us the end of the line, which we don't want. Well, right? no, it yeah. would complete the oh, it circle. Loop? It would loop. Um, that's why they have to flush tons and tons of water. But you know, we also don't get boil water notices. Mm-hmm. We don't get water main breaks. As long as you keep upkeep the health of your well and your system, you can have great water out here. So, um, and you have a lot more control over it. Absolutely. For instance, if my tub fills up with yellow water, I know I need to go out and check my water softener system and call Mark. But if they have that problem, you know, who knows where the problem okay, is. And don't plug certain people here. You know, this and isn't a commercial program. And if you're, so I used you, first names. If you can keep that at a minimum. If your tub water was yellow, it might not be the well. It's true. Yeah. I don't know if somebody could pee that much. Okay, she's only, she's only 46 on a, pounds. We're off on a water So, um, you know, so there, and there are people that think, well, you know, it should have been, uh, that should have been a, a, a park. Parks didn't want it. Park would not, you know, if, if somebody had purchased that for whatever, $5 million that Kahov bought it and gave it to the parks and recreation, they would not accept it. They don't have, they didn't have the infrastructure to pull out the invasives that they spent a year doing. And they, you know, they, they just wouldn't be able to sustain a park of that size out here. So that would have been fruitful too. you know, leave it alone so we can play on it. Well, it's always was private property. It was owned by Burt Reynolds. It was owned by, you know, somebody who purchased it is always going to want to turn a profit on it. So, you know, to say, oh, it should just be our play area is a little, I've got my toys and I want more kind of, kind of attitude. And that was never going to happen out here either. I, I think mitigating it to 60% conservation easement is pretty impressive. And I all think the invasives gone. All the invasives gone. Kahov getting a variance to not have sewer and to not bring in city water were huge. And it's only what, 30 houses are permitted. 30 houses. 32. No, definitely. I'll split it with you. No, it's 30 houses. Uh, 30 houses, you know, is not a huge impact in density. It's not a huge impact in traffic. So, um, that was a win-win and there are still people that, you know, grumble around uh, about that project. Um, but that's that's some projects can be stopped and if they can't be stopped, they have to be mitigated and that's, that's mitigation. Right. Right We've there. always been able to do that. That's the one thing we have always been able to do. And and one thing that I can say is in the four years since we um, got elected is now we are to the point where county throw, shows them to us first. You know, new project comes in for out here. The first thing they, that county asks them is, have you spoken to Jupiter Farms residents? Have you met with them yet? And um, And we've taken a bunch of meetings and some people have said, great. Nice to hear from thanks you. Thanks for your that support. Thanks, we'll go away thanks, now. <laughs> thanks, thanks. We understand why you wouldn't support it, and we're going to go look somewhere else. And there are others that have tried, and there's others that we have mitigated, and there's others that we've lost. You know, I, I mean, there's just all types out here, and um, and we try to keep our, our our fingers on the pulse of what's going on out there. And it's not easy because in addition to what is going on through, you know, zoning and board of county commissioners, you've got stuff that is happening through the Loxahatchee river preservation initiative that we have to go to the meetings there. There's stuff that's happening in Palmar that we have to keep 
making sure that we have those planes over there for, for water storage. There's stuff happening at the Loxahatchee River District. Is that a, that's probably nowhere well, even a complete list. Of, and sometimes it's things, you know, we, we talked about the Bears Club. Um, right. That didn't directly, that, that wasn't here. It was, but it could have affected but, us. But a, a decision like that about a private preserve land swap could affect us. I think we talked about this in a different episode, and, and, but that was just yet another one where we needed and to And let's step not up. close the chapter yet on the Bears Club because I hear that that is going to be coming back to haunt us yet again. In another way, shape, or form. You know, if you've got a a developer out there that says, hey, if I do this, I can get a $15 million profit, and all it's going to take is for me to invest substantially less, they're not going to stop at the first round. They're going to go back and say, okay, well, how can we work this? And and, and that's going to set a very dangerous precedent if that private reserve at the Bears Club is ever basically put on the chopping block and bargained for because we have them we have private preserves out here and if all of a sudden county commissioners think that they can just randomly trade that away for something else then we're gonna have we gonna have a problem and palm beach county is huge so the trade could be really far away it's not like you're going to benefit you know and say they'll we're gonna move you know five miles away and give you the same thing it's not necessarily going to be the case right and that's and, and back to Surf Ranch. The only reason that's not happening is because they decided right. that they couldn't do it. Right. Otherwise, it would it would still be happening. And they threw a lot of money at it to try and find that they could they you know to find out that they couldn't do it. Could so have been fourteen bucks. Could have been fourteen bucks in my pocket, and everyone would have been happy. It's like a McDonald's Happy Meal or something. What the hell are you talking about? What fourteen dollars? Happy Meal doesn't cost fourteen dollars. What the hell are you talking about? Two of them. <laughs> Brain freeze. Jillian, what is up with I'm you? Just you me what is in your Slurpee? I know she bought it. Ah, there it is. There it is. So, uh, are there any other any, any any other things that I want to know? Why there isn't a uh, signal? Uh, more signals over there by uh, the the Publix, so we don't have big. Because uh, county has determined that <coughs> accidents like county that. and state. Yeah. So David Br- brings up a very good question: Why are there not more traffic signals over by mitigation by the uh, Jupiter Farms uh, and Road and Indian Town Road intersection? Um, to make that clear, well, they just they just did an improvement there for um, going north on Jupiter Farms Road. They they made that. A dedicated lane that you could go right and they widened it. There's but, a learning curve with that. But, and there's definitely bit. a learning curve with that. And they put the pork chop in at Sunoco, which I... And they put the pork chop in at Sunoco with a dedicated a lane. Which um, is finally starting to... And the reason work. basically is um, every time uh, somebody complains, not every time, but usually every couple of years, county bridges and roads will do a study and say that what we have is adequate and if people aren't paying attention to the traffic signals, there's really not much they can do. Part of it is also the way Jupiter Farms grew. And I can tell you that's not going to be getting a lot better because when you're traveling west through the intersection of Jupiter Farms Road on Indian Town, you come to the first cutoff for the Publix, um, you know, and then you have the second cutoff, which is by the Elks Club. And, and that is going to be used far more on uh, Sundays and Wednesdays once Cavalry Church has their new facility up and built. I think, um, uh, and I said it before, but I, I think that Sunday mornings are going to be a nightmare up there. And we won't know it until it pans out. 
but um, that worries me because the accidents that are occurring there are getting, I mean, people are just traveling faster, you know, and we can, we can warn people about the, the, the speed limits as much as we want. And people can go on Facebook and say, Hey, saw X, Y, Z speeding, but that's not slowing them down. Uh, there are some pretty fast travelers along that route. And I know the last accident required, you know, extraction. I think, I think, extraction. Well, it was a rollover. It was extraction. It was trauma hawk. And I think it yeah, was like, you know, f- 15 um, emergency services vehicles in addition to the trauma hawk. That's crazy. Um, so I, I don't know if there's ever going to be an answer there. And I, don't, I certainly don't know, don't know what it would be. Because that would require a second left. I guess they're, how I understand it, you have the left turn signal for Jupiter Farms Road. They wouldn't. If there was a light, they wouldn't give us a left turn Well, anyway. it's the stacking lanes. And the stacking lanes can only be so much. The one from Elks, you can't put it back anymore because it would turn into the stacking lane for the publics. Right. right. Um, and even if there was a light there, then it would have to have a dedicated left But making a left, left as of right now, that Elks is much safer the than, the, is safer than the Jupiter um, shopping center entrance because... Less people. There's less people crowding. It right. also doesn't flood. I don't know if you've all noticed yes. this. The main entrance yes. at Publix, and I don't know what, I don't know, you know, I'm sure strategic management doesn't listen to our podcasts, but if you do, please figure out the water in front of Publix it's every hard to time. to take off. Yeah. To cross. It's, it's terrible. Um, and they probably don't even know about it. Or yeah. you can do what I do and always go make the ride onto Jupiter Farms. Or you can do what Jill yeah. does and always and travel use, use at the 15 miles per hour or less. I do 20 miles an hour too. Go to, go to the light. I, I mean, I do use the lights, but I found that there just doesn't seem to be any, uh, you, you still are, are. Well, that one's kind of crazy too, because when you're coming out to try to make a left to make another left at that light, right. you now have two lanes of left turning South, from you, are, you are terrible at describing <laughs> this. Okay, so if you're if you got two lanes, I'm watching her and I don't going know. west on Indian Town Road yeah. at Jupiter Farms. Why don't you just say it's rough? It's, it's rough. really rough. Yeah, so, and those people are trying. They're now in two lanes, trying to jockey into one lane, right. and so that becomes hard to get out. Right. Of. There's yes. no. You could get in without yes. a problem. Get, yes. Getting so out. So what you do is you turn. This is Jupiter Farms. You can get in, but you can't get out. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's um, yeah. Getting in doesn't isn't doesn't seem to be a problem. It's but getting, getting back out, out of there, I never make that. I, and I will I'm not tr- make the left onto Indian Town Road. I will. I won't. I don't even like doing it when someone else is driving. I don't even like going that direction. Yeah, I mean, I I, I make a. It's like playing Frogger out there. It's just not good. Yeah, well, I mean, I I, I use a one of the the daycares. And there is no, what do you call it, a, a cutout. Dedicated mm-hmm. left. There's no dedicated cutout. So I feel yeah. like my children are in danger every time that I turn in. I've never gone over there. So you have to make the right onto Indian But it was town your decision to have children. Yeah. It was your decision to have children. It was my decision yeah, to have children. Yeah, but even making the right at four or five o'clock is scary because you have to serious, and it's very loose gravel there because of, yeah. I guess, some of the other businesses that are there. There's a lot of dirt well, and gravel, know, but it's so Jupiter, it's hard to get that. It's Jupiter Farms, so survival of the fittest is really, you know, I mean, that's well, just so the way far, it is. so far, so good. I, I need a truck. Knock on wood. Zip yeah. line. Yeah. Zip line, yeah. Are they a helicopter? Small helicopter. I don't want to need a helicopter a jet to get pack. in or out. A jetpack would that be helpful. That would be cool. So we're at the end of another Jupiter Farms Residence podcast. 
I know, I know. But remember, coming up this month is basically nothing. Yay. Uh, the month, the month of July, we don't have a meeting. We have no events. So go out. Enjoy yourselves. Spend some time. In the, the heat. In the heat and the humidity. It's summer. Um, but uh, in August, once things really cool off around Jupiter Farms, we do have our meeting starting again on August 13th, the second Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. at the Pavilion. That is going to be our Sir Wicked Candidates Night. So... There you go. That's um, not a lot of information, but luckily, if um, you were too drunk to get it the first time, you can rewind and listen to it all again. Once again, folks, thanks for listening to the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast, and be sure to hit that subscribe button so you'll be notified when new episodes release, and please share it with your neighbors and friends. Our thanks to Someone Talk Media and to David Guggenheim for his direction and engineering, and our thanks to you for streaming and listening to the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. Take care. We'll be speaking with you soon before long from the farm. So say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Jupiter Farms Podcast. Yeah. So here we are. Here we are. Jillian, tell me a joke. Where do you find a turtle with no legs? Where? Right where you left him. <laughs> do you want to announce that the elections happened? No. And nope. 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 And that you're stuck as president? No. He's very mad at us <laughs> this really, week. I really don't. Don't talk about it. It's just... All right, we're done. That's a, you know what? That's our new applause noise instead of clapping. David likes it now. I just got to work on the speed of it. You're afraid of biting your tongue, I think. No, I just, I'm not good at it. Because you haven't practiced. It's your first day. Nobody else practiced. I feel everybody here is really good at it. When you're you're nervous on Jupiter Farms Road and Indian Town going home, do that. It's like your teeth are chattering. Your sweat. Your sweat. Yeah. Who has your sweat? Today. It's hot. It's It's not hot in here. It's hot. It's hot. No? We're good, so we're done. We're done. We did the end. We did the end. So what did we do? What was it? The complainy, complainy pants? I will not be shut up. <laughs> this has been a production of someone talkmedia.com.